You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. It's time now for It's My Money and It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth and Brenthurst Wealth has been voted South Africa's top boutique wealth manager in both 2017 and 2020. And today I'm speaking to Sonia Duplessis, who is from Brentus Wealth in Stellenbosch. Now, Sonia, you kindly sent me a piece which was originally published in Biz News. And uh, it says here, navigating life's ups and downs can teach you some surprisingly effective lessons that apply equally to your investments. And I think what's happening in Ukraine at the moment is a very good illustration of that, Sonia, because, I mean, we're pre-recording this podcast on Tuesday, March the 1st. Now, if you'd gone back a week, last Tuesday, markets were melting down and everyone would have been phoning up Sonia Duplessis and saying, what do we do? What do we do? You say patience is a virtue. Yeah, hello, Lindsay, and hello to your listeners. Yeah, so today we've got a, a bit of a, a general discussion, and as you mentioned, we're trying to take what life lessons all of us has learned and, you know, how we can apply that to, to the investment world. And like you mentioned now, patience is a virtue. And, you know, now more than ever, the whole Russian-Ukrainian story, it's teaching us again that as investors, you you literally just have to sit tight and go with the punches and go with the market volatility. And if you think about it in life, you know we're all a bit older now, and we've we've gone through a through a couple of punches in life. You know, life doesn't always it's never a smooth ride, and you might have three three to four punches in a row in life. And exactly the same with with the investment world, with investors that's been in the market a bit longer you know they are sort of like used to 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 volatility and used to the fact that markets work work in cycles but then you get investors and and often we get investors that 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 are new investors at the age of 50 you know for them it's a new concept to to understand and to get used to that if you invested money November last year, it will be down now. And it's it it's just timing isn't great if you invested November last year, but you have to sit through that through the dips now. It's you you can't withdraw or you can't make changes to the portfolio now. No, you can't. But what do you do say in the long run, it's usually pays to remain invested and profit from the growth of a share over years, if not decades. So what you're saying is that if you'd have got out of the market because you thought, no, I don't like what's going on geopolitically in Europe at the moment, I'm going to get out and then get back in again. Invariably, given what's happening now and what happened at the end of last week, when the market snapped back quite dramatically, you'd lose out. And it's very, very difficult to get back in, isn't it? Yes, yes, exactly. You have to look at the, you know, the the specific risk at hand. So at the moment, like you mentioned, it's geopolitical. So it's something that markets didn't expect. It's it's not something that markets can price in. You know, in a week's time, we might have peace between Russia and Ukraine, or we might have, you know, um, things that just keep on getting worse. Mm. So at this stage of the game, um, you know, we don't, markets can't really price in what's going to happen. So where as opposed to a different risk, for example, the increase in the interest rates in the US, 
with the Fed that, you know, there we markets have been pricing in this rate increase for the last two years. And it's something that markets were expecting. So one has to look at the, the type of risk as well. But if you get an unexpected risk like this on markets, the best thing is to just sit tight, stick to your long-term plan mm. and not try and time the market. It's not easy to do, but it's a proven fact that, you know, you have to sit tight and just ride out the waves. Yes, indeed. And uh, I suppose the best thing to do is to phone your financial advisor and say, look, I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> yeah, talk me through it. Yeah. And that's when you become an amateur yeah. psychologist, which I've said so many times on It's My Money. Okay, point number two, don't overthink it. You go on to say... It's human nature to want to analyze problems and propositions so that you avoid making costly mistakes. This is a natural instinct for investors, but then you start delving into it too much. I mean, I'll see a topic, for example, yeah. and someone will say, OK, Russia invades Ukraine. And, and then I start reading all sorts of different sites with different opinions and I start to overthink mm. it. It's very simple what's going on. There's an illegal act happening and that's the end of it. And it can't be good for anybody. But... Uh, what about my portfolio? So as you say, don't get too involved in the matter. And I think, Lindsay, it might be a, a, a personality think, thing as well because you get some of us that are really easygoing and that, you know, are just not phased about, for example, the whole Russia-Ukrainian story. Mm. And you get other people that are reading every bit of information and it's making them lie awake at night. But if, for example, if we pull it back to, to life lessons, if, for example, if you decide as a family to go on holiday and you start with the budget and where you're going to go, but if you delve too much in the detail, like is this house that we are going to rent too far from the beach or, you know, um, how's the weather going to be like? You know, if you nitpick too much on the detail at the end of the day, our nervous system gets overwhelmed and we just decide to, oh, you know what, it's maybe better to just stay at home and we'll make it work at home. And the same with investments. If you decide that you want to take money offshore, and I'm not saying do not make an informed decision, but if you start to nitpick too much on, yes, should I have 12% China exposure or maybe 13% China exposure? Um you know, is the, um, it, the the cost on the investment? You know, can I maybe push the the platform down or the advisor down another half a percent? We try, you know, as humans, we get so caught up in the little details that we decide to, you know, maybe let's not do this now. Um, I'll I'll think about it for the next month or two, and then. Um, at the end of the day, you miss out on growth or you, you miss out on the opportunity as a whole. So um, the point that I want to make here is that if you've made the decision to, for example, invest money, then go with your gut feel, go with your the advisor that you trust yes. and try and not get caught up too much on the in the detail so that you, you know, at the end of the day, you might just shoot yourself in the foot and not proceed with with any decision at all yes but on the other end of the scale as you as you point out in your article you say you don't suggest that you make uninformed or impulsive investment decisions you've got to be informed you've got to know what's yes. going on you can't just go into an investment not knowing what's going on in the world or in or in, in the markets but um, as you quite rightly say don't overthink them and talk to somebody else about it notably your financial advisor point number three adaptability is the key to survival in other words you might have a bespoke 
bespoke financial plan, which you formulated five years ago or something. Five years ago was a long time ago, and the world was different five years ago, and markets were different five years ago. So you've got to be yeah. adaptable and ready to adapt to change. Yeah, yeah. You know, Lindsay, I think this is one of the good things that we all got from COVID or the whole process of going through the last two, three years is COVID forced us all to be adaptable. And a lot of us are, you know, we're allergic to change, you know, if and especially when we get older, you know, we are so set in our ways, we don't necessarily want to make the small changes. You know, so it's it's human nature almost to to get stuck in a rut. But if we pull that back to to the investment world, it's often the industries that, and it's most, you know, most of the time, it's the industries that are evolving all the time, that are bettering themselves, that will offer you the best growth possibilities. So, like, for example, um, the whole electric vehicle industry. I mean, it's still very new and it's still very, especially for us as South Africans, it's still very new and it's a very foreign concept but it is something that might possibly reward investors very well in future. The same with like biotechnology and all of these sectors that, you know, newer generation sectors and not necessarily your older generation sectors like your your mining companies and the industries that are that we are used to exactly you say in your final sentence under that headline as a result markets are always evolving in response to current needs and future dreams now follow a plan i mentioned a plan maybe i started a plan five years ago and i'm sitting there thinking goodness me i'm very organized i've got my plan but as i said it the plan needs to be adapted sometimes yeah. you say follow a plan and you go on to say whether it's the annual holiday or annual checkup at the doctor and dentist i bet you know the when why and how of these important events and you should know your financial plan as well you should have a financial checkup yeah. every now and again yeah yeah for sure you know Lindsay, and as boring as it is humans are creatures of habit so in life you need to know or you must go for an annual checkup a dental checkup yes. and have a set time you know maybe do that a week before your birthday or whatever and exactly the same principles you should allow, um, apply with, with your investments or your financial plan. You can't just, for example, not have a plan in terms of retirement. You need to know exactly that you want to retire at age 65 or 70 or around that time. And you need to know what type of income you want to have at that age. Yes. And then from there on plan how much you need to save from now to get there. You can't just, retirement, for example, shouldn't just be a long-term dream that you think you will get there one day. It, it should not be a gray, wishy-washy area. You should have a proper plan, especially with retirement. And it should not be something that you sort of like shove under the bed and think to yourself, like, one day I'll sort it out. Yes, exactly. Start early. And you finally say in your article, take the time and make the effort to speak to a financial advisor able to understand your current position and your future dreams and how to get there. And I think this is terribly important because it it gets mm. drummed into me every time I speak to one of your colleagues or yourself uh, from Brenthurst Wealth. You may think you know stuff because you're watching TV, listening to podcasts and um, reading the news. Um, actually, you don't. 
I mean, you wouldn't ask, you, yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't tell one of your clients how to run his or her business. And why should they tell you to do the same? So you have to put yourself into the hands of someone that you trust. That, that, I mean, it's a very simple concept, but people forget about yes, it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, as simple as it is, that's, that's why we are here. Um, and we are here to guide investors or clients through the steps and sort of like to take that anxiousness away. Because we, you know, um, the normal guy on the street doesn't know how, you know, where to start or how much to save or what to put in which asset class. So mm. that's why they are financial advisors, to make that journey a bit easier and to make the investor sleep better at night, at the end of the day, and also to guide a person through volatility in markets, like what we are experiencing now with the whole Russia-Ukrainian story. Exactly. Sonia, thank you very much for your analysis and advice. Sonia Duplessis is head of Brentos Wealth in Stellenbosch in the Western Cape. And that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brentos Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.